Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, it's Vanessa. Um, we are here for part two of my healing journey. And as you can see, the description, um, the title, um, healing my autoimmune condition. So as I mentioned in my previous um, video podcast, um, that I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Now that video was talking about everything, you know, sad, hype got to, you know, but now today I want to be able to talk about the recovery and how that was. Um, I think I left you guys at, um, you know, finally getting some sort of reprieve that I'm healing and there's healing going on, um, which I believe. Um, it's been, man, it's been such a journey. I can't, I don't even know where to start, but it, it the healing was not just physically, guys, but it was also emotionally. So now when I decided that I want to do this thing naturally and do it with food, and it was not just food, it was my lifestyle, complete lifestyle change. So my exercise increased, I think I mentioned that before, um, which is now at least four times in a week I have taken a walk. And you know, sometimes you think, I don't know, there's like this pressure to do, like even not the kind of person who does heavy exercise, there's pressure to do exercise that's intense, you think you need to lose a lot of weight, so you go over the top, not necessarily so. So the first two things that I started working on was my diet and my exercise. So for diet, I think I had said that I went off gluten, like for real. Gluten and dairy. Why? Because they can be sources of inflammation. Um, and I actually realized when I did have um, symptoms, sometimes it would be related to what I eat. And I was like, this is interesting. Now, gluten is your breads, your mandazis, your chapatis. I had to get rid of that, guys. And I remember the first month of... Oh! Gluten, dairy, and sugar, guys. Sugar was such a big one. Um, and it was just, it was really hard to the point that I think I even got withdrawal. So the first month was really hard because I had to get used to something that I wasn't used to. And getting rid of my cereals, my breads, you know, just being able to, to have bread with a bit of, marmalade or something or um, to be able to just have some yogurt something as simple as that or cake um, and sugar in your in your tea in your whatever it is that you take um, it was just an experience and I remember I even got like I, I got headaches because I was having withdrawal symptoms from not having all these things I think especially sugar um, I didn't realize how much sugar plays a part in everything so with time, I realized that my body was actually detoxifying. <laughs> it was getting rid of so many things. It was in shock. <laughs> and that started the journey. And the thing is with healing, it's a process. So if you think you're going to see results in a month, that is not possible. Um, I was excited. I thought, ah, in two months, it should be good. Hey. You guys, I was seeing results six months in. 
So anyone who knew me before that time and now, I've actually had people pass me in the street or when they see me, they're in shock because I also lost 10 kgs, guys, 10 kgs. And there was no like intense, crazy workout, like drastically, but my diet, I re that's when I realized that thing of 80% of losing weight is in your food is so real because all I was doing was changing my diet, which I said was getting rid of the gluten, getting rid of the dairy, getting rid of the sugar. The sugar I replaced um, with agave syrup. Now, that is something that not many people may know about, but it's actually a friend of mine who sent it to me, a dear friend of mine um, from the States. Uh, when She sent me a care package, which was so touching, and, and till today, I really appreciate it. And in that package, she sent me agave. I had never known what agave syrup is. Um, and yeah, it turned out to be a great alternative, agave or honey. Now, for me, I'm allergic to honey because when I take honey, I just, <laughs> I get pimples all over. I know it's strange. Um, so from there, I, I just continued. And then my exercise regimen, Every day I'll start working. Um, and the walking was a bit of a challenge in the beginning um, because of obviously I was getting back my mobility and very humbling um, because things like just being able to get up and go. Um, the first few weeks from hospital, um, it, was, it, 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 it wasn't the same. So I literally learned that it's a step at a time and every day was a step and every day I got better and every day I pushed myself um, and I made sure I got my vitamin D, my supplements, um, which included flaxseed oil, salmon oil, you know, all those omega-3, like pack my system, like my, it was so, like my system was so packed with supplements to just make sure I didn't have a shortfall anywhere. And like within two months, I think, because I was vegan, like the first two months I was hardcore. And then on top of the diet change and the exercise and the foods full of antioxidants and omega-3, I was dozing on garlic. Yes, garlic. I used to take garlic every morning a teaspoon fresh grated garlic and put it in syrup so either agave syrup or plain guys it's the most disgusting thing every time i used to take it i would take a deep breath actually i would like walk out of the kitchen come back like it would be, it would be a moment um it was very <laughs> it was not easy and i'll not tell you it was easy but they say garlic is the best um anti-fungi, anti, the best for treating, you know, any toxins within your body. And literally, I remember the first day I took the garlic and it detoxified my system, guys. I even had shakes, right? I had, it was crazy. Then I was like, was my body this toxic? And then I dozed on turmeric as well. Now, turmeric, they say, is, from research that I've gathered, is the best anti and natural anti-inflammatory food, turmeric and ginger. Like that was, that's even my life to date. 
I haven't stopped on these things just because uh, I've been so far given a clean, clean bill of health in terms of how I'm progressing. Um, I still do my turmeric. I still do my ginger. I still, and there's a certain way you make them. You just don't put them together. Um, I still do my garlic once in a while to just detoxify my system. Like I just don't like sleep and just say, okay, everything is fine. I have to be consistent um, and make sure I get enough sunlight. Now you think because we're near the equator or we're on the equator that it should be easy to get as much vitamin D as you can, but you realize actually we don't, right? We're always in and out of a building or something. So I made it intentional in the mornings, like especially when I do go for my walks or whatever it is, that I get some vitamin D and it actually makes a difference, right? So those are just the more technical things of what I was doing physically. But emotionally, oh, I started diving into why. First of all, I think, okay, they say they don't know why autoimmune conditions begin, but I started looking at why I had so many stresses in my life, and I started just evaluating um, what it is that was making me go through this. Um, and I needed to be positive, but I needed to go deep and really discover what was making me uncomfortable, what was making me sad, why am I here? And that was an excruciating process because you have to face a lot of truths about yourself um, and you have to grow in ways. So one, when my Achilles heel is I'm generally very impatient. <laughs> Anyone who knows me well knows Vanessa with patience. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard. And not only learning to be patient with others, but learning to be patient with myself. And I've, I think a lot of my life I've been very hard on myself in terms of where I want to go, what it is, and, and pushing myself and putting stresses on myself um, and people-pleasing and just doing things that were not healthy for me. And then when I started realizing that I need to work on that and what the source of that was, man, if it was not for God, I don't know what it is. And sometimes you're put in a position like that because you have to go deep down and dive into, you know, like look at who you are, you know, and even in that season, you lose friends. Lose friends in the sense that not that people are bad, but you realize um, people who are considerate or compassionate. Um, and you become sensitive to those things. And you don't take it for granted. Um, because people came in, in such different ways that people who showed up, just even a phone call or check-in um, or coming to see me, like those are things I started having gratitude for. It's not the big things, it's the small things that count. So if you know someone going through something, an SMS uh, or text, well, I'm not a texter, so you probably get a voice note or a call, or a call, or a small gift, or whatever it is, it counts. You actually brighten up someone's day. And I remember in those days when I would be depressed and whatever, and then someone would, you know, just 
call or come and see me or check on me and those things are really really helpful and i must give it to my family for being so so supportive my parents my brothers cousins um there are some people who really stood in for me aunties there are some people who really stood up and that's what matters in life and and that experience showed me that you can be doing all you can be chasing all these things and you want all these things but what matters at the end of the day is who's standing with you right um life is about the memories about laughs about being together everything else just makes things easier <laughs> and nicer <laughs> but generally those are the things that matter right so now let me like share a few lessons i learned on that journey now that i've given you the technical physical things the first one was patience so one thing i don't pray for anymore is patience because clearly i was given something <laughs> to teach me patience you know i've become smart now if i don't want to be tested in certain ways i don't pray for them <laughs> and i remember um uh i thought that my healing you know when i said oh i want to try and heal myself with food i thought in 2 months i should be good though in 2 months i felt really good and strong because my body has said like detoxifying stuff and it was really was really it was actually feeling healthier than when i before i went to hospital um but it was not yet there i was not yet there um it took me about maybe 4 4 months to get to actual you know proper routine and then that's when i decided to start a random business because i was like i i can't i this this craziness and i did a business you know the one of hustling yani i used to go to the market at 4 am because i was in fruits business that's the kind of hustle i went to like talk about extremes like even vanessa sometimes i ask myself am i really serious <laughs> like talk about really pushing myself and putting myself out there but I was like you know what I want to do something let me go do whatever it is um and that was a really growing experience and I had to learn to be patient with myself and patient with others and patient in the sense that if today I don't feel okay or I feel tired it's okay I think sometimes we we push ourselves to think that we need to be doing something and yet our body is telling us no right it's okay it's okay and it's okay to say no to things that are not serving you right even to yourself it's okay to say no i think i think i'll take a different direction or i'll push it to another time right it's okay um the next lesson for me was perseverance So there are many times along this journey when I would you know like any other journey any journey you're going through you get an obstacle. So I remember last October um I had been doing so well and it was a few days to my anniversary of falling and I was I was like I want to be able to share my story, you know, see, you know, show the world how God is so good. And then 3 days to my anniversary I start um having a flare up with college because i was under stress at that time and i was just like and it was taking me back because i was like god i've done 
everything. So I was, I was getting nervous because I was like, is this another lesion? Is it, you know? And it took me about one and a half weeks to like, you know, rest, recover, and just be up and about. But it was an experience that taught me like, you think you've got it? And not yet. So I don't like preempting things these days. Um, but I had to learn that even after that and feeling low in the sense that, man, I've done everything. I've turned my life around. I'm healing myself, not just physically, but emotionally. I'm doing what is right. I'm putting myself out there and I'm, I'm working like, you know, intention and action. And it's not coming. It's not coming. And that's where expectation comes up. And I think then I decided, you know what? I just have to keep going. Like there's, uh, there's no way I'm going back to where I'm coming from. So you know what? I just have to keep going. So even when we started planning for the trip to, uh, to India, um, I was like, you know, I had like let go. I had let go of any attachments like, gonna happen the news I was like really open to whatever news I would get um, and yeah months later we finally go and when I had the results um, that basically whatever I'm doing is working I just need to you know just keep doing what I'm doing I was like okay <laughs> I was like I was like, God, God is interesting. You know, you actually have to let him do his work. Stop trying to take over control. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you want to like micromanage. You're like, okay, so you've said it's this. And then, you know, I will, I'll, I'll try and help over here. Make it my job. But no. Um, and that was a big lesson in perseverance. And it's a life lesson that applies to everything. Yeah. And my third and final most important lesson was humility. Humility, my dad is awesome in the sense that he says, humility costs nothing, but it's everything. Um, he always says that. And until, you know, there's humility, yes, you want to keep things private, you don't show up. There's that typical humility you think of. But there's humility in the sense that you can be able to ask for help. I struggled with being the kind of person who asks for help. I always want to be able to do and find a solution and just do. I don't want to have to wait on others. I'm like, okay, you can find me as I'm going, right? <laughs> or it's already done. But that season and, and my journey has taught me that it's okay to ask for help. It's something I still struggle with today. But sometimes I realize, you know what? I'm not strong in everything. I'm not strong in everything. And when I can and do ask for help, even from whoever, like my little brother has been so helpful. He's a teenager, but he's been amazing. Such a support system. And I've learned so much from him, even though, <laughs> you know, and being able to ask for help, even though I'm an I'm an elder sibling and let it be and have it be okay and, and be okay that I don't always have to have it together because a lot of us, it's, I don't know, maybe it's, it's personality or just who you are as a person. You want to 
always have it together. And sometimes in life, that doesn't happen. And sometimes you need to allow yourself to fall completely apart so that you can come back together and form a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, and that's my two cents. So thank you for tuning in and watching and listening. Um, and thank you for the feedback so far. And it's just been great. And I'm, I'm hoping that what I share can be able to help anyone going through something. Please share with friends and family that it's possible with faith and hope to have an amazing ending.